This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 76, Overcoming Society's Setbacks. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. my friend. Welcome to this episode. As always, so honored to have you here. Today, we're going to be talking about overcoming society setbacks. Like I've been doing recently on the show, this is an audio from a live training that I did. So every Wednesday at 11.15 a.m. Central Time, I go live on my Facebook page. You can find me over there at Lindsay Preston. Just search for it. My page should pop up. And... I also go live on Zoom. So if you're on my email list, then every Tuesday or so, I tell you what the topic is for the week. And then Wednesday, you know, you get a reminder email of, hey, I'm going live right now. Also, if you're on my email list, you get the recordings after the training so you can watch. I'm going to be doing this for the next few weeks at least to just give extra value out there in the world because, gosh, We could all use it, right? (laughs) We could all use some help in our lives. And especially for many of us, 2020 has been harder than normal. I like to see it as a huge opportunity for growth. And so that's why a lot of these episodes are called, you know, solve your problems or overcome something or, um, you know, seeing it as an opportunity. So today, specifically, as I said, we're talking about society setbacks. So what are society setbacks? Well, you know, they're the things that necessarily not all of us are set up for for success. So statistically, white males are set up to thrive more than the rest of us. And um, it can feel really frustrating to know that even as a white woman, because I'm speaking for myself, that if I'm compared to a white male doing the exact same job for the exact same background, that I'm going to get paid less. And then if I'm a woman of color or, you know, it just goes down from there, right? And there's so many other stats out there. I, you know, I share some of those in the training, but um, yeah, I can just feel like, man, how am I going to be able to live my best life, even if, you know, society isn't going to support me in that. And uh, I just want to offer you ways that you can, okay? We can't change other people. Now we can educate other people. And I love how so many people are out there educating people and we're putting out this information now, especially about not only gender bias and discrimination, but race bias and discrimination. I mean, it has opened my eyes to so many things and myself 
of unconscious bias. That's been huge for me. And I'm just so grateful for the teachers out there that are doing that. So I want to make it very clear as I am not somebody here to teach you about bias, especially racial bias, but I am here to show you how you can show up as your best self and have a mindset to be able to get what you want in your life, even if other people's mindset may be where they have bias against you or discrimination, okay? Because that's really all we can control. We can control how we show up in this world, but many times we are not showing up as our best selves because I believe that white males, generally speaking, are given the best mindset. They just have less to overcome. I mean, it's been passed down for generation after generation that they've been able to you know, quote unquote, thrive, right? You know, we talked about this in the patriarchy stress disorder episode I did with Dr. Valerie Rain months ago. I'll link it in the show notes if you haven't listened. So fascinating. Her book, so eye-opening. We talk about epigenetics and how as women, we are passed down, in essence, you know, the traumas from past generations of other women. And that comes, you know, in our DNA, And so we are experiencing some of this trauma of many generations ago where women were definitely discriminated against and harmed in many ways. And so we just need to really make sure that in our minds, we're not holding ourselves back in ways that we're not aware of. And I believe a big part of that is that we've got to go in and we've got to process some of the traumas of our past and especially especially if you are in the U.S. and you are a black woman or man. But generally, you know, women are here on the podcast. So if you're a black woman, you really need to do this work because um, you have likely so much trauma in your DNA from your ancestors and experiencing slavery and discrimination and harm And I know you're still experiencing it today. I'm going to give examples on this training of how I've helped other clients be able to spot their beliefs that are holding them back and how they can process some of this stuff because, man, I do not want this for you at all. And I do not want future generations to have to have a setback because of your mindset. So we've got to build awareness with that, right? And so today, listen with an open heart, an open mind. And I'm going to challenge you on this. And we're going to um, hold hands together virtually, of course, as we go through this. It's going to be hard, but it's going to be so worth it. So I hope you enjoy this training and I hope you get so much out of it. Here it is. All right, let's get into it. Okay. Um, So as I said, we're going to talk about overcoming society setbacks today. Really the big thing that I want you to walk away with from today is this. Yes, there are so many statistics out there that show that white men, in essence, rule the world, right? And I put some of these on my email, okay? So basically, I'm not going to go into the details of what I said on my email, but basically, we can see that white men earn the most out of any of us. And if we look at it even deeper, black men and Hispanic men earn more than even white women on average over the lifetime of their earn more over the lifetime 
of their earnings, right? And then if we look at black women, they learn, earn even less. Hispanic women earn even less. Then we look at people who are being rewarded things like Nobel Peace Prizes or Nobel Prizes in Science and, and so forth. It's primarily white men. We look on our screens, we look on TV, and we look in movies. Primarily, we're seeing white men. People who are directing those movies and writing those movies, primarily white men, right? We look at politics, so people who are making our policies. Again, primarily white men. When we look at who's being incarcerated, we flip that, and it's not primarily white men. It's primarily the people we're putting in jail are people of color. Okay, so believe whatever you want to believe about why that is. Um, my biggest thing here is we can't control other people, right? We can educate them. And I love what's going on right now in our society as a whole is we're bringing forth so much of this information about gender and race bias and discrimination. We're showing people how they are having unconscious bias toward women and people of color, which is amazing. And that is not my role at all. I am not here to be an educator in that, especially a race educator, because I just, I have not even walked in those shoes at all, right? It's obvious I am a white woman. I can sit here though, and I can present this information to you in two ways. First, as being a woman, right? So I have been discriminated against as a woman. But secondly, Beyond that, I'm here as a certified life coach, right? I'm a mindset expert. That's what I do all day, every day. And I help people, especially go-getter women is who I work with. I help them show up in the absolute best way that they can, no matter what. Okay. So no matter what society, you know, has as their setbacks that they're showing up to their life as the absolute best version of them, no matter what anybody else, you know, presents them with whatever they're, they're having, um, externally to them. Okay. For whatever reason, like I'm not with it with my words today, (laughs) but anyways, so what I'm saying here is that what I want to teach you today is I want to show you a first, some things you may be holding yourself back in with your mindset. Because what I have found working with women now in a coaching setting for gosh, six or seven years, where am I at? Since 2014. um, I have found that women hold themselves back as a whole, generally speaking, right? We're generalizing and they have certain beliefs that male counterparts, especially white males, do not have. And I believe one of the biggest reasons why white males are, in essence, ruling the world, right, is because they have been handed a better mindset, okay? They're not having to have as much cleanup in their minds. They just kind of show up and is like, they innately know that they can kind of, in essence, rule the world, right? And again, very generally speaking, right? Everybody has their setbacks. Everybody has their nuances that they have to overcome. But I'm just saying as a whole, white males tend to have less in their mindset to overcome. So today, I just want to bring forth some awareness of ways you may be holding yourself back in your mindset because you're a woman and, you know, or a person of color. And so we want to just bring that out. And then I'm going to teach you how to start to overcome some of those things in your mindset so that you can show up as the best you, because when you show up as the best you and you come to things in a neutral place, especially when it comes to race and gender in especially like the workplace, 
And when you come at it in a neutral way, not where you're angered or fired up, you're able to come at it in an empowered way and a peaceful way. Like think about, for example, Martin Luther King Jr., right? He was able to make so much change because he came at race relations in a very empowered and peaceful way. And I want that for you. I want you to be able to go into your workplace or go into your personal life or wherever and show up so strong and so peaceful and so empowered that it, again, it doesn't necessarily matter what happens external to you because we can't control that, but you are so happy with the way that you're showing up and you're showing up as your full self versus, oh, I have to hide because I'm a woman or a person of color or I'm being discriminated against and like letting that seep into your bones and allow you to be held back even more. Okay. Are y'all following me on this? I hope that's making sense. Okay. So here's what we want to start doing. We want to start seeing what is going on in my mind that I may not be aware of that's holding me back. Okay. And I want to present two things to you. The first is this concept called epigenetics, okay? If you have listened to my podcast, it's called Become an Unstoppable Woman, but from time to time, I have guests on there or I talk about something called epigenetics. So epigenetics is really just showing that we pass on in our DNA, not just how we look and things of that sort, or even maybe some behavioral traits, but in our DNA, we are also passing on trauma. Okay. So for a lot of women, especially, and especially people of color and especially black people in the United States, they have been inherited a crap ton of trauma. Okay. And so they're coming in on life, this brand new baby, and already they have in their DNA, this unprocessed trauma from generations prior to that, because especially in the U S we have treated black people like shit. Okay. They have gone through slavery, extreme trauma. Okay. Not only that, I mean, we look at so many ways in which we treat other people of color around the world. We talk about women and how they've been treated for generation after generation. And so that is seeping into our DNA. Okay. So not only is it the experiences that we've had in our life to, um, in essence, have that mold and shape our belief system about being a woman or a person of color, but we also have our generations before that. Okay. So it's really important that we do this work and we bring awareness to the things that are going on in our mind that is impacting our body. Okay. So let's talk about that. Okay. So recently I did this exercise with a client where in essence, what we did is we just started with being a Hispanic woman on the top of the page, right? So what does it mean to be a Hispanic woman to her? And we started thinking of what are all the negative things that are going on in your mind when I just say, when you're a Hispanic woman, this happens, right? And so I want to share with you some of the beliefs that came out of us coaching through that, okay? So I want you to do this exercise on your own too and write on the top of it, whatever you are. So like I would say, I'm a white woman. Being a white woman means da, 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 right? And, and start to think, what are all the negative beliefs going on in my mind because of that? If you're a black woman, being a black woman means da, 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 as in this case, being a Hispanic woman, right? So some of the beliefs that started coming out for her is I want to mount too much. I have to hide who I am in my culture. 
And she was specifically thinking of memories from her past where she had to hide her culture, like, you know, speaking in Spanish and things of that sort. She also said people are watching me because she felt like as a Hispanic woman, people are watching her more to see her, you know, mess up or to, um, you know, do, you know, bad things. Right. She also felt more as a Hispanic woman, the world is unsafe or others are unsafe. And even it could go as far as like others are against me or they're out to get me. Right. And again, statistically, could we say some of these things are true? Absolutely. But if we're going in to our world and we're believing these things, we have to start asking ourselves, does it serve us? Does it serve us to continue to show up in a world and think I'm not going to have as many opportunities? I'm going to be discriminated against. I'm going to, because what happens is what we think about is what becomes our reality. Hey, if you followed some of these other free trainings or you listen to myself closely, I talk about this all the time. We've been talking about the self-coaching model a lot and how our thoughts in essence become our actions and then our results. Okay. So again, as I keep saying, we can't control other people. Yes, you still may be discriminated against in certain ways. Yes, there may still be bias against you with other people, but we want you to come into those situations thinking, I have all the opportunity. I'm going to be able to thrive. I'm going to be able to do, be myself. And if you are in essence discriminated against or there's bias against you in those situations, you're able to handle those in a really great way versus coming at them in a way where it's only going to cause more separation between people and it's going to, in essence, take the person who is discriminating or having bias against you and make them have even more bias. Okay. We're seeing this a lot right now in the U S with, you know, people who are deemed racist and then people who are, you know, maybe in the middle and then there's like anti-racist, right? So we're actively working on trying to expose everybody and their unconscious bias. Right. And so many people are so stuck in this mindset that they are just not racist. <laughs> and we're seeing this time and time and time again, and even they won't even explore it. Right. And the more, cause I've, I've had to do this with my own family and some friends of mine and just having them open their minds just a little bit of like, Hey, have you ever thought about this unconscious bias? Right. And if I were to come at that and come at in a way where I'm really angry and really fired up and just da -da -da, I'm not going to be taken as seriously. I have to come at it in a very strategic way. I have to feel very neutral about it, very empowered in my beliefs, because that's what's going to change people's minds, right? They're going to say, it's going to, in essence, what we talk about in coaching is they have a thought about you, right? So maybe it is a conscious or unconscious thought of like the example of my client here of being a Hispanic woman. Maybe it's that, yeah, she won't amount to as much as her white counterpart, right? But what if you show up in this great way where you feel like you're giving your authentic self, your a hundred percent, then it's going to start poking holes at their belief that, you know, Hispanics maybe aren't as good or black people aren't as good or women aren't as good, right? It's going to start poking holes at their belief. And they're not going to consciously know this yet, but they're going to start to see, okay, you know, this is an exception to the rule. And they're just going to constantly, their brain is going to be starting to process of how you are different and how you're going to, in essence, get more of the results that you want because of that. Okay. Hopefully that's making sense. Right. I know this is kind of 
it's a big topic. That's why I said today, like today is really going to challenge you because I'm trying to open your mind to seeing how, again, the power is all in your hands and how you can show up in the best way. Okay. So let's go back though, to that exercise I told you about where you're going to write on the top of the page, you know, as a, like my case, as a white woman, that means dot, dot, dot. Okay. So for my client, it was as a Hispanic woman, that means dot, dot, dot. As I said, I won't amount to much. I have to hide who I am, my culture. People are watching me. The world is unsafe. Others are unsafe. I'm dismissed more often. Um, I have to be super good because I have to, in essence, like overly prove myself. And that's a really tricky one. Okay. I catch this a lot with all women that I work with, no matter what the color is. We feel like we have to perform at an even higher level than our male counterparts, which statistically would be shown true. They have shown that women have to be like 2.5 times smarter than the man to be able to have the same role or something like that. Um, it's like freaking ridiculous, right? But again, if we're having to believe those thoughts of like, I have to be even better and prove myself even more, it's not going to work in our favor. Okay. Because then we're just going to be in essence, like having overly perfectionist tendencies, having an, a high inner critic where we're just never going to feel good enough. This is why a lot of women experience a ton of burnout and a ton of self-criticism in the process of that. Because in essence, yeah, we have been unconsciously told that we have to perform better. We have to be smarter than our male counterparts to just get like, you know, the same equal treatment, but it's not serving us to go in with that mentality. Okay. So again, um, some of the beliefs that she had, I'm not going to be believed as much as others. This is a big one for all women. I was just working with a client with this earlier this week about how something happened to her and the male was believed over her. And this is coming to light a lot in our society right now with the Me Too movement, right? Of, you know, all these, you know, males get believed over women. So granted, again, statistically, that could be proven true, but we've got to start to change our mindset with that. Um, the other belief she had is I have to play small and be quiet. I have to stay in my place of the box of Hispanic woman. And I'm seen as less because I'm a Hispanic woman. Okay. So again, it's like, I'll take a deep breath. I want you to do that exercise. It's very powerful. It's eye-opening. Um, I've done this with many clients. This is just one in particular. And I remember the experience of doing this with her a few weeks ago. There were a lot of tears of bringing all of this to the surface. Okay. So I do this with women that I work with. We do a whole call where we're talking about the patterns of their thoughts. And we specifically go into women's patterns. And so I want to share with you again, some of the patterns that they've been able to bring up as we've done that call together, because I want you to just start to see things that you may be thinking about yourself and the world as being a woman. Okay. And again, you're going to have even more if you're a person of color here. Okay. So, um, women's patterns that I've seen with clients, the first is being sexy is bad. Like I have to be pretty, but I can't be too pretty. Um, I need to, in essence, take care of others. That's my role. I need to be on the go, go, go. It's not safe to trust my intuition or my intuition is just seen as woo woo. I need to trust fact over that. Um, I need to be nice and be liked. I'm here to serve men which is a really deep one for a lot of us that we don't even know is there. Okay. Um, a woman must be all the things. 
So she must be able to do all the things and be well-rounded and balanced. So you must be great in the bedroom, but you must also be conservative. And then you must be great at your job and you must be great at home and you must be a great, you know, businesswoman and a great mother. And it's just like goes on and on. Right. So that's a big thing for women is that deep down belief you, you need to speak up, but you can't be too loud. So that's the thing I see with a lot of my clients often with women is that we have been told in our society often is to show up and be seen, but don't be too seen. Like say what you mean, but don't say it too loud. Be pretty, but not too pretty is what I said earlier. Be smart, but not too smart. Right. And so we're constantly in this push pull of like, okay, I want to show up and be seen, but then I don't want to like, you know, overstep my bounds and I don't want to, you know, overpower any boys or, or whatever. Right. So just start to bring to mind what, what resonates with you as I'm speaking here. Um, playing dumb makes life easier is one. And my husband caught me on this a few years ago. I, I was talking about something and I said, um, you know, I asked, the, I said, well, I went back to that person and I just asked a question of da, 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 da. And he goes, what, why would you ask it as a question, Lindsay? You knew it exactly what that person meant and da, da, da. And I said, well, sometimes I like to play dumb. And he's like, don't ever play dumb, Lindsay. Like you need to quit playing dumb. Like you need to just say what it is and say what you know what it is. And I remember in that moment being mind blown of like, oh my gosh, you're totally right. Like I play dumb a lot because I think a lot of times as women, we don't want to come out and just say our truth or say what it is because then people are like, oh, what a bitch too much. Right. And that moment in time of him calling me out on that, I mean, it was powerful. I remember, as I said, I was like mind blown and it took me some time to really sit with that of like, how often am I playing dumb? And that has changed a huge trajectory in my life, especially in the way that I coach, because I don't sit there and play dumb with my clients. Most times I'm like, Hey, did you notice this about your mindset? Hey, did you notice that when you did this behavior, da, 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 and I call it out and they're getting so much better results from that so much faster results. And it's just like changed the game in so many areas. Um, in so many ways. So think about that one too. That's a big one is playing dumb. Um, men are more powerful, smarter, and in charge, which again, statistically can be shown that that is the truth. But if we're thinking that, then we're always going to be unconsciously giving our power away to men and saying, well, they're the ones in charge. They're the smarter ones. I'll just kind of sit back and, you know, take what I can get kind of thing. And that's what I want you to start to see is like, Start to see what you're creating and your result line of your life because of these thoughts, because it's likely little bitty things that you're doing that you're holding yourself back because you just think like, oh, well, men are just going to get it better or they're just going to get more opportunity and I'm not. Like when I have this call with clients and we're catching these women's patterns, you know, I ask them specifically is like, you feel like these beliefs are serving you and they usually say no. And then I say, okay, how can we start to change it? And one of the big things that comes out on many of those calls for many of those women is it just feels like so much, Lindsay. Like, I just feel like, well, that's just the way the world works. And I have to come back at them and I say, yes, it's the way the world may work right now, statistically speaking, but we have to be the ones to change it. And I know sometimes it can be really frustrating. I can't tell you how many days I've had where I have cried and I've gotten angry about certain things that I've realized that I've been held back on as a woman. And it's hard stuff. I can only imagine what it may be like as a person of color. Okay. 
but that's the work we have to do. We have to go in. We have to be willing to feel the feelings. We have to be willing to um, process those things because I know for me, it's, it does, it feels like a burden that I don't want to have. Sometimes it's like, well, why do I have to do this work? Why is it that I have to feel these things? It's like, I just wish I could have been born, you know, a white male. It's so much easier for them. Right. But then it's like, this is what it is, Lindsay. You're a woman for a reason. How are you going to use this and your power? How are you going to take this and be the agent for change? And so I've got to do the work to release all of this stuff. Every time it comes up for me and it's very emotionally triggering, it's like, it's not going to serve me to go out there and continue to be emotionally triggered because, you know, I think men don't have to be as smart as women. Like I need to release all my feelings from that. So all the sadness, all the anger from that so that I can come in and just be completely neutral and be empowered and be ready to go. And again, be that agent for change. Again, I always am thinking about Martin Luther King Jr. And this is like, how can I be more like that? And I even think about, you know, I don't know if you're a spiritual person or not, but I even think about Jesus. And I think about like, he was saying some stuff at the time when he was out living in the world and people were like, what is up with this dude? Like he's a little cuckoo, right? Like he had his people, but he had the other people that were like, this guy is out there, but he just kept showing up as his best self, speaking his truth, doing his thing, came at it with peace and love and forgiveness and all that. And I know it's so hard to come at things in that way of like, who, okay, this person definitely has some bias against me. And, um, you know, they may even be borderline, if not racist, because right now, especially in our country, we have an election and the two parties just seem like one is being deemed as racist and the other one is not racist. And so it can be really triggering time right now for people. I'm working with a lot of clients right now on this of how they're being triggered by certain things with the election and people that they love not voting in a way that's going to support them be it their race or their sexual orientation or being a woman. And it's, it's very hard, right? This is our work and it stinks and it sucks. You know, it's, it sucks sometimes to realize that we can't just always play the victim card and be like, well, this is just the way the world works. And I'll just sit back and take it as is that we have to show up and do our work. Um, even when it's like, Oh, I don't really know if I want to do this work. Right. I always go back to my spiritual beliefs and think, okay, I was born as this person for a reason. I don't know why I came in this world as a white woman. And I could go even deeper in that with like the certain privileges I have and the ones that I haven't had. I don't know why. I don't know why I was chosen for this life as this person right now. But all I know is I have the tools to make this the best life ever even if sometimes that feels like I have to process things and do some work that I know my male counterparts don't have to do, especially my white male counterparts don't have to do. And I just, I, instead of just being resentful and mad about that, I just take it as like, all right, I'm going to trust in something bigger here that I, I'm just here to do this work and, um, and just, just let it go. Okay. Am I making sense? My friends, I hope so. Okay. So really what I'm wanting you to see here is bring forth the awareness of what beliefs you have about the world as a woman and or a person of color and start to think, okay, is, are these beliefs serving me? 
And what do I need to do to process the feelings of these beliefs? Okay. Because likely those beliefs have been wired in with a lot of feeling in your brain and your brain really wants to hold on to those beliefs. They really do. Okay. But moving forward in your life, if you want to be the fullest expression of who you are and be able to show up in the absolute best way in your life, you got to go in and heal that stuff. Just gotta. And it stinks and it sucks and it doesn't feel good. I was just on the coaching call with my coach last night. We were talking about some of the things that I'm growing in. And I told her, I, I, you know, I said the F word. I was like, F. I was like, every time I think I'm done growing, like I have another layer of growth to go. She's like, I know, Lindsay, but you're here for it, right? I'm like, oh, I'm totally here for it. But it just, it stinks sometimes, right? To know the growth that we have in store. But here's what the cool part is. Once we do the growth and we're on the other side of it and we are past those beliefs that we wrote down of things that just felt really strong at the time, when we heal it, they don't have power over us anymore. And we feel so much freedom and so much weight has been gone. And that's when the results of our life start to change. That's when we start taking massive action. It's a term I talk about a lot where you're just in this place of like, here's my goals and I'm going to go after it and I'm going to get it no matter what. And I'm here to do the work to get it. You know, I talk about recently how my life has changed so much in 10 years. I had a podcast last week called 10 year vision. And I talked about when I was 25, 26, like I was just all over the place in my career. Yes, I had had some success, but I had my daughter and I unexpectedly had her and I just didn't have the right insurance at the time. And I ended up having her on Medicaid. And then the past 10 years, I've completely changed as a person and my financial situation has completely changed in a way where by the time I'm 40, I'm going to, if I'm, we're saving, like we're saving now, I'm going to be a millionaire and then we're just going to keep going from there. I mean, that's craziness, right? To be able to go from those kind of differences in a 10 year span, but that's the beauty of doing this kind of work. I would not be where I am today. Had I not hired a coach, gosh, what was it like six years ago in 2013, that's like seven years ago, I would not be the person that I am today. And it's yes, it stinks and it sucks to go in and have to pull these beliefs and then feel through them and all that stuff. But man, on the other side of is it, is it good stuff? And that's what allows me to, in essence, you know, be a light for other people and to be an educator for other people, not just in my professional sense of here with you as a coach, but in my personal life, because what I was coaching on with my coach last night is something going on in my personal life, um, that I want to show up as like the best expression of me and my most authentic self. And it feels really scary to go do this in this one situation. And, um, but I just know is like, I know on the other side of that growth, it's so worth it. It's so worth it. And it doesn't mean that everybody has to get me and everybody's going to treat me well. And I'm going to get all the results I want when I want them. (laughs) Cause many times we're like, well, I want my results exactly when I want them. It doesn't mean that that's going to happen, but it means that I know that I can show up as my best self and me doing that is going in and pulling. What are these beliefs that are holding me back? So again, I just really encourage you to sit down and write, okay, as a white woman or as a, you know, Hispanic woman, black woman, or, you know, black male, if any guys are listening to this, write down all the beliefs. Okay. And it's going to feel really hard to write them down, but just start to see what's going on in your mind and then start to ask yourself, okay, what is it that I want to change here? 
because I want to be an agent for change and I want to be able to live my best life no matter what, you know, society as a whole believes about me unconsciously or unconsciously, because I'm going to be the one that's going to prove them wrong. Okay. Now, if you're like, Lindsay, that's a really big task to do on my own. You know, I don't know if I can do that. This is what I do with my clients all day, every day. Okay. We go through a nine month coaching process. We start out with a free consult call and I'm digging into, in essence, all the areas of your life of where you're at now and where you want to be when you're at your 10 life. So like that ideal, most fulfilled life for you. And we're getting really clear on it, on what it is that we can do in the next nine months of coaching. And then I guarantee results from there. So if you're somebody that's like, Lindsay, I don't want to be held back anymore because of my race or my gender. And here are the results I want from that. I want to make more money. I want to feel at peace in my world instead of anxious all the time. I want to, you know, do all these things. Then we can sit down and really talk about, okay, what is it that I can guarantee will happen in the next nine months? Okay. So we can make a lot of change in a nine months. And then from there, you're going to learn the tools for success to, to continuously up-level your life. Okay. And so then from there, after the consult, we get to work. Like I just had a call with a client. It was our very first call after the consult where we're putting together her 90 day goals. What is it you're going to achieve in the first 90 days? And then from there, we're looking at all the stuff that I've told you today, all these beliefs is the next call, all the things that are holding you back. And then we go even deeper to the things that are holding you back. We spend a couple of weeks doing that. And then I teach you the process on how to feel, deal and heal that stuff. And so this stuff doesn't have power over you anymore. All that crappy stuff that happened to you in your past and even happened in your ancestors past that you may not be fully aware of that you have inherited starts to go away. And then after that, those first 90 days, you start showing up in a whole different way and you're able to live as your most authentic self. You're able to go after your goals and your dreams. And we paint a huge life vision for you. And then it's just like, you just start achieving that stuff. Again, you start showing up as your best self and that's where the results just start to change. Like you become one of those barrier breakers, even more so in your life because you likely have already been that, especially if you're a go-getter woman. We, we know how to break barriers, right? It's like, you're going to set me back something. Uh-uh, I'm going to figure out a way over it. But you're going to do it even more and you're going to do it in an even more peaceful way and in a more empowered way where you're not so anxious or, you know, for a lot of my clients, they feel like they're on a roller coaster ride. It's like, some parts of my life, I feel really great. <clears throat> I have really great days. And then some days it's like, I just crash and burn. And what I want for you is to have a really smooth, easy life and be able, yes, to have those ups and downs, right? But just feel like you're constantly moving forward in life and feeling again, like your best self. Okay. So I hope you're walking away with a lot today. I, I feel like this can be a lot to take in in your brain because it's just kind of like poking holes. That's maybe some things that you weren't fully aware of belief wise in your mind. Um, but just know I'm here as a resource for you. And I would love, love, love to help you if you feel called to, okay, now is a time I'm ready to like step into my best self. I have just a few spots left for coaching for clients in 2020, and then it goes to 2021 packages. The rate increases a little bit, and then we can't get started until January. 
So now is the best time to get started if you feel called. So the next step to, you know, get in that process of potentially starting to coach with me is to fill out an application. You just answer a couple questions about yourself and what you want out of life. And then from there, I'll reach out to you and we'll schedule a free consult call. So let's see, my mouse isn't working, but to go and I don't know why my mouse is like dead, but to go and fill out an application, you just go to Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to go and apply for that consult call. Um, and if you're watching the recording of this, the link is right below this video. So I encourage you again, you, you don't have to go through this process alone. You can have somebody that holds your hand through it and kind of, you know, challenges you along the way to step into that best self. And you don't have to, you know, sit and think, how am I going to do this on my own? Or um, maybe one day, maybe one day I'll achieve all my life goals. Maybe one day I'll be that person I want to be even more. Like we can create it now. We can start doing that immediately right out of the gate. So time is, is the best resource there is, right? It's the most precious one that we have. So again, if you feel called, it's like, let's go. Let's start making those changes in your life. Let's heal this crap. Let's get you to be one of those people who, um, in essence is like, you know, those people that like, that just defy the odds. It's the word that's coming to mind of like, wow, how did she do all of that in her life? How is it that she was, you know, in that very small percentage of people that just went against all the statistics of life? So, so such cool stuff. I hope today inspired you. I hope it opened your mind. I hope you feel motivated to go out and make changes in your life and to um, make a difference because you absolutely can, my friend, and you can show up as your absolute best self. So thanks for joining me today. And I hope to see you next time on one of these trainings or in a free consult call soon. So I'll see you then. Bye. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're going to accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine-month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60-minute consult call. Just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember... You're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.